2: what up unhappy hour listeners okay you know we love to make fun of florida on this podcast but we also love florida we love the people of florida and we want to support all of those who are affected by hurricane ian thousands and thousands of people have lost power they've been displaced And this is really just the beginning of hurricane season. So I wanted to highlight this organization called Feeding Tampa Bay, which works throughout the year to provide meals and groceries and resources to families in need. Uh, And it's especially important, obviously, during a crisis, because who is most affected by a crisis like this? It's people who don't actually have the resources to buy groceries and get these stuff during normal times. So Feeding Tampa Bay, they provide food, groceries, resources to families and individuals in need all along uh, the florida coast we wanted to include this link right at the top of the show so that while you're listening you can go support florida and and donate either some funds or put together a relief box whatever you're able to do so we'll include that link in our show notes and you can help support florida in its time of need only in florida you know all right let's get on with the show Welcome to Unhappy Hour, the show where we bitch about all the things we love to hate every single week. I'm your host, Matt Belisai. I'm here in the studio, recording right across from my co host and producer, Barry Finkel. Hi, Barry. Hi, Matt. Okay, well, coming up on today's episode, we're going to kick things off, as always, with a little ranting, a little raving, and then we got Worst Things First, where I shout about the stupidest, most ridiculous, worst news of the week, and then we are diving deep into... Fall bitch. That's right. It is officially our favorite season here on Unhappy Hour and it is basically tradition for us to absolutely drag her through the mud. Okay? We know. We know I hate fall, but I love it. But I hate it. And finally, we'll get into all the good stuff that helps the bad shit go down easier with our chaser. So, let's get into it. Let's do it. Let's start the show. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Mary, what's your gripe this week? Listen, my gripe is for eyeglasses salespeople who sell too good. Listen, I went in for an eye doctor appointment. Uh Turned out I needed a new prescription, so I had to get new glasses. And I was like, okay. And then the people at this eyeglass store did such a good job that I walked away with two pairs of glasses. I forgot that they upsold me. And it's really actually physically painful for me to admit this on the <laughs> podcast. I feel like I'm about to start crying. <laughs> on transition lenses, So no! get out of the studio! It was such a stoop. I regret it so much. I got the glasses today, and I, I don't know. What do you think of the glasses?
2: I actually love the frames. Thank you. I yeah. really
3: like the frames a lot.
2: And I haven't seen you in sunlight yet, so I don't know how... And I hope you never have to.
3: (laughs) I don't know how harsh the transit... Do they go fully to sunglasses? No, I almost wish that were the case, but they, like, just get tinted. Okay, here's the thing. I might have to reserve
2: judgment until I actually see them in action.
3: Well, other people have seen me today already, (laughs) and it is clear that I look like an absolute dweeb.
2: It might be one of those things where I can't see you, because once I see it, I'll
3: never be able to see you any other way. Yeah, it's everybody's ick. It turns out the biggest ick transition glasses yeah I knew that in my heart of hearts but the woman who was selling me the glasses was so cool she was just a cool lady and she had transition glasses and I was like wait you have them on right now it's really bright in here the sun is shining in and they're not transition she was like yeah the technology's really improved and I was like and she was like you know I hate having to like constantly take my glasses off to put my prescription sunglasses on and I was like me too and she was like yeah transitions all the way and you can get them in cool colors and I was like all right, let's fucking do it. I thought I had done it with one pair of glasses. Uh huh. I I kind of think that I did agree to one and not the other. <laughs> uh huh. Both both glasses are transition. Yeah. Um. And I uh, I do think I need to exchange them for yeah. non-transition. I. Really, they really got me. Uh, they really fucking got me. They're so good at selling, and I just am a dweeb, and I I deserve this.
2: Yeah. It's really surprising that we haven't gotten better at just, like, figuring out the sunglasses for eyeglass-wearing people problem. Right. Like... Clip-ons in, have not improved either. They
3: haven't. And those feel like it could just be great. But like then each frame is a different shape and you, it's whatever. So I, you know, I took a risk um, and it failed. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't work. Um, And now I'm going to have to get new lenses in these and probably pay for it because I don't – I didn't read their return policy. <laughs> uh,
2: first, you should look up the return policy because maybe they'll be generous. You never know. Maybe.
3: I do feel like if I – Cry, they will give me an
2: exchange. (laughs) Just make sure you don't do it in the sunlight because they won't be able to see your tears. God.
3: (laughs) Damn it. So that's my first gripe. I feel like we both maybe have lists. So why don't you go next with your second gripe?
2: Well, I mean, my first gripe really is that I came into this office desperate for coffee and the fucking coffee machine is broke.
3: Again, it's a new fucking machine. Yeah.
2: And I went up to the people at the front desk and I was like, listen up, you little whore. (laughs) Why the fuck is the coffee? I don't understand what the people at the front desk at a shared workspace do. Sorry, I'm disparaging Nothing. an entire That's profession, I can tell you. but I'm like, no, I, I, this started out as a joke and now I'm serious. <laughs> what the fuck are those people doing at that front desk I besides yelling you. at us? Not to mention that I saw literal mouse shit underneath one of the tables. Yeah, I'm I, like, what are you doing at your little desk all day? <laughs> you come, It's not even that big of a, 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 a workspace.
3: It's really not.
2: <laughs> all they do is yell at me for sitting at the wrong table and not clean up mouse shit and break the coffee machine.
3: They sure do. Um, but do you know about the cold brew? No. There's free cold oh. brew. Do you want to go get some now? We can pause. No. I mean, I'm at a good
2: energy level right now.
3: Okay. The, the rage has, has caffeinated you. Yeah. I mean, the
2: ironic thing actually is that I feel like I've been in a relatively good mood this week. And I don't know mm. if it's like the weather has been very pleasant. Oh, it's been so pretty good. sunny all week. But... Who knows? Maybe it's cuz I was gone. Maybe there's a weird chemical imbalance. Like I'm <laughs> <laughs> like there's a tumor pressing on my pleasure center.
3: Oh, yeah. Well, hey, at least it's on your pleasure center. Yeah. That's good. So do you not
2: Well, okay, so that was one grape. Do you have any others? I mean, the others I are kind of grouped together, which is just that I mean, I I don't want to like talk about truffles like every single week. I mean, I want you to talk about truffles every (laughs) single week. So truffles, my brand new puppy who um, I mean, that is part of it. I feel like I have this pressure to produce truffles content.
3: I'm glad you're not.
2: And I don't like, like, I feel like I should be creating an Instagram account and like making her a dog celebrity and like getting brand deals from Chewy.
3: No. no, Well, okay, brand deal from Chewy would be pretty great. Yeah,
2: because I've already spent thousands of (laughs) dollars on their website. (laughs) Chewy, if you're listening, please. I actually would love that.
3: Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll see what we can do. But um, I, I will say that like, Part of you could easily become a pageant mom. Yeah. And I think that you're just like constantly on the brink of that. And I think it's good that you're taking stock as to whether you want to cross that line into pageant mom territory or not. Yeah. But, you know, the jury's still out. She's, well, I was going to say she's still young, but that's the thing with puppies. It is a limited time. I mean, she's still cute. She's still cute. Yeah. But like she won't be a puppy for that much longer. (laughs) That's true. So. Um,
2: So, yeah, it's just my gripe is about the pressure of having to produce dog content Mm. now that I have a dog. And the related thing is that she stinks. She is stinky, (laughs) ultimately. And I am so used to going home to Chicago and interacting with my parents' dog that is an entirely indoor dog. Um, It's a Shih Tzu and they have it just pad trained and it's been pad trained its entire life. So it's not like out romping in the dirt like experiencing life uh so it like doesn't smell at all yeah and like truffles whenever we go outside she's like all over the place sniffing everything Mm -hmm. just you know in the dirt and then also like my apartment smells like dog now
3: right yeah no that's not gonna go away and unfortunately it is new york like alex and i were just in michigan and indiana and like when we're there and putty's running around he doesn't smell. Yeah. It is the city.
2: <laughs> Great. Yeah.
3: But also uh you can give her baths.
2: Yeah. She is due. Yeah. She is due. Yeah. I bathed her once and gave her an ear infection in both ears. Right. <laughs> okay, so
3: we'll work on that. Um but also do you know about um wipes? Like they Yeah. yeah. I do
2: wipe her feet every time we come back in. Okay.
3: I sometimes just wipe, her, wipe the whole body.
2: <laughs> yeah. That could. I also, yeah, I mean, I I want to give her like those little dental chews, but mm, like you have to wait till they're young, six months. Yeah. So it'll get better. And also it's like, yeah, my she's still kind of pad trained right now. And so it's like, yeah, for a lot of the time there is just a square of paper in the corner covered in piss. <laughs> yeah. I was so disgusted because it's <laughs> like, you know, I'm not going to change it. Literally every time she pees. Right. That would be a waste. Right. But it's like finding that balance where like, at what point does it just get disgusting? Yeah. (laughs) Because it's like, it is a piece of, like, the pee is just all there. It's not going anywhere. (laughs) It's not evaporating (laughs) when it dries. It's like, all of the piss is just in there. Yeah. (laughs) So then you're picking up. It's like, it weighs twice as much
3: as it did before. Uh
2: Uh-huh. Yeah. (laughs) And it's just like... Full of piss.
3: Right. Yeah. 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 It is a diaper on the floor. Right. It's a flat diaper. Mm-hmm. The floor diaper. Yeah. Yeah.
2: D- absolutely disgusting. So yeah, I just am like, I'm at that point now where like, whenever anybody comes over, I'm like, just be prepared. It like fully smells like urine here. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll light a candle but like it'll only make it smell a little bit better right
3: it'll actually then just smell like urine and candle yeah
2: I do have a wonderful cinnamon toast crunch candle that I do enjoy but yeah it's just kind of cinnamon toast crunch if you poured it in urine instead of milk What is your other gripe?
3: Here's my other gripe. Um, so I got engaged. Um, you did? I got engaged.
2: <laughs> Alex proposed. Russell, I love the sequence of that from talking about dog piss to yeah. your engagement.
3: Yeah. So I'm engaged. I'm an engaged woman. Congratulations. I, uh, thank you so much. I am a fiance. We I talk- did know, by the way. Yeah, no, of course. Um, we can talk about it more in the chasers because obviously that's my chaser and if it wasn't I'd be concerned for myself. But of course, with this wondrous news, with this new, beautiful moment in my life, I, of course, have things to complain about. Mainly, engagement rings are terrifying. Wearing a ring is scary. I don't know when I'm supposed to take it off and when I'm not. Like, when I shower, am I supposed to? Every time I wash my hands, I'm terrified. Before the proposal happened, because I knew it was coming. I mean, I, I didn't know exactly when, but I did end up having the dream The night before he proposed, so am I psychic again? Yes. Um, But I had a dream that, like, the stones fell out and, Uh like, everything. It's just, like, constant terror. Right. Also, I was like, oh, shit, walking. I mean, listen, it's not, like, a huge rock by any means. It's two family heirloom stones and little emeralds, and I love it, and it's everything I wanted it to be. Yeah. But I'm also, like... Should I, like, tuck it so it's just the gold band when I'm walking home at night? Like, I'm, like, just – it has unleashed a whole new level of anxiety that I didn't even know was possible. Yeah. Um, And I truly don't know. Like, I – when I work out, am I supposed to take it off? I don't – I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what the etiquette is. No, I don't think so. And I – yeah. But, and it's also just, like, getting used to, like, wearing a thing. I don't wear right. like jewelry much, so – Um, it's really confusing and also unleashing a lot of anxiety and frankly annoying Um, I love it but I'm also like what am I supposed to do now it reminds me of one of the Real Housewives Um, of course I'm glad (laughs) We we need a TikTok bell and we need a Real Housewives foghorn maybe yeah
2: I forget who it's one of the Beverly Hills housewives. She has like a beautiful diamond engagement or or like wedding ring, engagement ring, but she had a fake made and she'll only wear the fake and keeps the diamond one like in a safe <laughs> at all times. And it's like what is the what point? What is the
3: point? Yeah. I also know people will like put on a silicone band when they're not wearing their engagement ring when they're like swimming and stuff. And again, I'm like just to let the like, sharks know right. like don't
2: try anything i'm, <laughs> yeah, like,
3: I'm, I'm a, a taken take. woman <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's even just like i'm just terrified of losing it Yeah. i just i know that i'm going to put it down somewhere and i'm i'm going that's the be, other so, thing yeah. yeah
2: are you are you making it less safe by taking, taking it, it off, off?
3: I know this is what's been going through my head since I've been engaged. But in addition to like, oh, I'm in love. It's been like, right. oh, God, what do I do about this ring?
2: You just have to gain um a couple pounds so that it, it f- fuses off. around your there finger. There we
3: go. All yeah. right. Or eat a lot of salt and then I get bloat. Yeah, just be constantly bloated. <laughs> Beautiful. Um, anything else? <sighs> um, I think those that kind of covers it for right now. Um, so I think we can probably move into the headlines.
2: Let's get into the headlines. All right. Worst things first. Let's chat about the stupidest, most ridiculous, worst news of the week. First, an update to a previously reported story. The woman who brought a wild raccoon into a North Dakota bar. Remember that, Shiro? Of course. How she can we forget her? prompted state health officials to issue a warning uh, about rabies exposure. She is now facing criminal charges. <gasps> Shiro, Shiro, Shiro. We it- love a Shiro <laughs> who is going to jail for her <laughs> for her convictions.
3: Wow, what a martyr. Um, is the raccoon the one suing her?
2: Criminal charges means the state is suing right, her. Right, right, right. That but, would be a
3: civil suit if the raccoon <laughs> right. brought a civil suit case so, against her, of course. First, they
2: handle the criminal case, and then, you know, then she could be sued for damages, potentially up to $10, $20 billion. I'm
3: sorry. <laughs> I'm, this was a bar where? <laughs> North Dakota? North Dakota, I don't think a yeah. single bar in North Dakota is worth to ta- I don't think all the bars combined in North Dakota would cost $10 billion.
2: <laughs> no, this is a town <laughs> of 500 people. Um, yeah. <laughs>
3: Anyway, no. So this woman
2: is charged with misdemeanor counts. I am so baffled because this is literally just all the information. I didn't research the story beyond what the Associated Press told me. Why would you? Um, (laughs) um, The woman is charged with misdemeanor counts of providing false information to law enforcement, tampering with physical evidence. And that's where you're like, what does this have to do with the raccoon? Right. What did this woman do? She's also being charged with, quote, unlawful possession of fur bearers. I'm sorry. (laughs)
3: Love that legal term. This is a new, you know, bucket list of criminal charges I want charged against me. Uh, Unlawful possession of fur bearers. I got a
2: fur bear right here. Oh, wow. Right because, like, pubic hair. Oh, okay. Um. I just, yeah, I love that legal term. Yeah. Fur bears. It's North Dakota. I mean, there's more animals than people.
3: Right. I do think it's, like, fun to think about the, like, team of lawyers who originally had to put together that law. Right. You know, it's like, what? What? what, what is it for? Uh, I don't know. They're, like, bearing fur <laughs> people. Like, what?
2: Yeah. What happens if you steal, like, a naked mole rat? Ooh. Or one of those disgusting ball sack cats. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: You, you can't be charged for this that is crime
2: philosophy mhm these are this is what socrates did i say that last week
3: no i don't think so <laughs> i think i was talking about that on my oh yeah on my radio show wow i feel like you're cheating and you just like brought the mistress like accidentally called me your mistress's name
2: the radio show is just me talking to myself so <laughs> it's so funny. really <laughs> more like masturbating than cheating <laughs> on you um anyway <laughs> This woman was arrested last week after authorities found her in the raccoon by serving several search warrants.
3: Okay, so she's still living with the raccoon. Well,
2: not anymore, because they euthanized the raccoon. (gasps) No! Yeah.
3: Are you serious?
2: And get this, did not have rabies. So they killed an innocent raccoon for no goddamn reason, North Dakota.
3: What the fuck? Why would they euthanize the raccoon? I don't know. This is...
2: I don't know. I mean, so the woman has now released a statement that was like, it's unfair. Quote, it's unfair and too much was done to detain an innocent.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: they were not worried about the health of us if, or if we had rabies or not. They were worried about finding and killing Rocky and putting yeah. me behind bars.
3: I feel like we need a moment of silence for Rocky and we need to bring back the recorder that was used yeah. for our dear Freya. Here we go. Rocky, R.I.P. Baby Boo, we miss you already. And um, frankly, justice will be served. (laughs)
2: Next. This, I'm just going to read this headline directly from the AP. Quote, a gray seal that wandered into a Massachusetts pond and has evaded authorities' attempts to capture him... Turned himself in Friday after waddling up to the local police station. <laughs> no. Uh, no.
3: This Fred is the, the Goat, get get him out of here. This
2: is the opposite of Fred the Goat behavior. Yeah. Turning
3: yourself in? What for, baby?
2: We do not support escaped animals turning themselves in. No. If anything, you need to drive yourself off a cliff with your best friend.
3: <laughs> Maybe his best friend did jump off a cliff and then he felt bad because he hesitated right. and decided to turn himself in. Now he's
2: going to spend the rest of his life in jail just brooding over the love of his life being gone.
3: Oh, that's heartbreaking.
2: Anyway, the seal had been uh, discovered. It first appeared in Shoe Pond uh, outside of Boston. It's been nicknamed Schubert. Oh, that's pretty cute for a little seal. And they believe that he had traveled to the pond via a river and drainage pipes.
3: Okay, so far it seems like he didn't do anything wrong?
2: No, he didn't. Like, Why he's can't just, he like, be in the pond? Like he's living his goddamn
3: life. And like yeah, like maybe if you hadn't put your drainage pipes there, he wouldn't have gotten into your pond.
2: I do think ponds in like the suburbs are so fucked. They're like, ridiculous. Where did that come from? I don't know. There's no way this river like what?
3: The phrase man-made lake, insane.
2: Yeah. I there's like a, a river. I mean, I do also think that every suburban river like has lore around it. Yeah. And it's mostly that like that's where people dump bodies. Or is that just outside of Chicago? <laughs> where the Italian <laughs> Italian mafia is still very much <laughs> it, at work. Because the Cal Sag River near my house is um yeah. That might be a local <laughs> thing for you. <laughs> probably, probably. <laughs> But it is – yeah, it's crazy that, like, that river probably flows from Lake Michigan. Yeah. Which flows from, like, the Arctic. Crazy. It's – we're all – connected we're
3: all in this together. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so yeah, basically Schubert had been in that pond for a while and had been uh, evading authorities. I don't know how big this fucking pond is, but firefighters and wildlife experts used boats, giant nets in an effort to capture Schubert but gave up after several hours cuz they were they couldn't get him. Okay. And um Early Friday morning, though, Schubert left the pond, crossed a parking lot, and appeared outside of the side door of the local police station, uh, according to a police statement, looking for some help.
3: Okay. I feel like we're maybe putting some of our human characteristics onto this little seal. Yeah. But –
2: Maybe he was looking to take a fat shit in their lawn and then run back away. It's called a fucking
3: protest, bitch.
2: Yeah. The seal was quickly corralled by a team of wildlife experts, firefighters, and the police department's entire midnight shift.
3: (laughs) So, like, two
2: people? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I guess good for him. At the very least, he, like, went down with a fight. Full SWAT team. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And finally... Um. This is uh, a scary story. Uh, record high turkey prices could put a damper on this year's Thanksgiving celebrations because bird flu has wiped out
3: flocks and flocks of turkeys. Oh no! I feel like we're kind of partially responsible for this. Why? Because we're all about Birdwatch 2022, That's true. and we are like, take, take down birds. the birds, take them down, and yeah. then. And then we manifested it. That's true. I didn't mean turkeys. Yeah, we want to eat kind of those. Mean I mean, I don't like them. Yeah. I also, frankly, don't really like eating them either. I love turkey. Okay. I
2: don't really love thinking about it or talking about it, but yeah. Turkey prices have soared 80% since the pandemic started, and... um are, are now 30 percent above their cost just of last year I don't think I ever think about the cost of turkey until you go to buy like a Thanksgiving proper Thanksgiving turkey and it's like a thousand dollars yeah because they're huge It's literally like sixty dollars yeah that's why I guess I don't think my family ever hosted Thanksgiving We'd always go to someone else's house and if my mom made turkey she would just get like a turkey breast. Mm. which is the size of an entire chicken. Right. And so I thought that was what a turkey was. No, 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 no. But then you go get a actual turkey, yeah, and it's, like, so expensive. That's why during supermarket sweep they would always run to the turkeys first <laughs> and they'd load up as many turkeys as they could get. Smart strategy. Yeah. It was that. And then, like, the coffee beans that cost a lot, mm. dog food. Unfortunately, you're aware of that now. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently turkey inventory numbers in August were the lowest since 2006. This is fucked up. Wow. Fingers crossed start saving your money now. You can either do Beyonce tickets or Turkey.
3: I mean, I would I would take Beyonce tickets for yeah. sure, 100%. Right.
2: Yeah. And just ask if she puts the microphone in front of your face, just be like
3: <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I'm really good at my turkey sound.
2: Oh <laughs> <Ew>, my god. <laughs>
3: who needs a uh, real turkey when you've got this I just,
2: <laughs> I just like it makes me sad because I know you like practice that and like <laughs> <laughs> you've done it for Alex you're like proud of it <laughs> <laughs>
3: my transition classes <laughs> Um But, yeah, I'm glad you're happy. (laughs) Somehow someone locked this down. Yeah.
2: And that is it for this week's Worst Things First. Next, we are diving deep into our favorite, least favorite season of autumn. Deep dive, deep dive, deep dive, deep dive, deep dive. deep tide deep tide deep tide deep tide deep tide deep
1: tide Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt
2: All right, it is time for what is really our favorite annual tradition, bitching about everybody's favorite season, fall. Okay, because when we, this is just when we as a general public decide to be the most annoying mm-hmm. about a season.
3: Oh, yeah. You don't hear this much about any season. No. Except for fall. Holidays within the season, sure, you hear about those, but fall. There's just something special about that transition that gets people fucking amped. It's
2: really just a time when the basic bitches in all of us learn to thrive Mm -hmm. and you either have to embrace her or um, banish her entirely. And unfortunately, uh, we're doing both.
3: Uh, Yeah, it's like, yes, we fall, but also we fly.
2: Yeah, beautiful.
3: (laughs) All right.
2: First gripe. We have to now listen to everybody bitch about pumpkin spice. (laughs) This is a meta. This is meta. Meta complaint. (laughs) I would like to think that I initially bitched about pumpkin spice in 2016. Uh Uh-huh. And it was in vogue then. Right. Okay. And now it's like it is cliche to bitch about pumpkin spice season. Sure. It starts in August now because Starbucks can't get a fuck enough. But it's like. We've had it. We've had it. We know you don't like pumpkin
3: spice. It's everywhere now. It's ubiquitous. Yeah. You cannot escape her. And also, like, you claim to not like it, but the market research is clearly showing that we're buying it. So That's my next point is that all I want to do
2: is buy (laughs) pumpkin-flavored things. And what really gets me off, that's not the way to say Mm, that, (laughs) and what really grabs my goat (laughs) is that Uh, it's not even the pumpkin flavoring that everybody actually likes is right. it no. it's the cinnamon
3: exactly and
2: I will get on my high cinnamon horse and say I fucking told all of you as someone who goes through jars of cinnamon I growing up never saw the bottom of a spice jar and yes that is <laughs> a consequence of growing up in an extremely white household <laughs> but I go through cinnamon like crazy to oh, the point yeah. where I've googled like harm of consuming too much cinnamon and there is Harm <laughs> apparently, you can consume too much, <laughs> like a t- teaspoon a day is like too much, really.
3: Yeah, it has it's like poisonous. Oh my god, it'd be so funny if you were like slowly dying from cinnamon toxicity.
2: <laughs> Honestly, I've thought about it. It's like it's crazy to think that, like, could cinnamon interact with certain medications? Ooh, it's like that is true. Certain this foods is good and for shit.
3: our Agatha Christie style murder plot. Oh, we gotta actually let's just bleep all this out. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um,
2: but the point is, yeah, uh, it is bullshit that all I want to do is buy pumpkin flavored things. Yeah. I went to Trader Joe's with the expectation that I'd be walking out with every pumpkin product that they sell. Uh huh. Because, I mean, ultimately, Trader Joe's is just kind of pretend grocery shopping. It's not real. There's no part of it that's like, I'm going to eat stuff that fulfills me. Right. No, it's just fun. But anyway, I did go. I did buy a bunch of stuff. I bought pumpkin bread, and it did not taste good.
3: Mm, It's a risk with pumpkin bread.
2: Yeah. I just need to make my own. Yeah. Yeah.
3: And I need to eat it.
2: Next! Everybody's Starbucks drinks are about to take an extra 10 fucking minutes. Mm, mm, I experienced mm. this firsthand today. I ordered ahead, by the way, because last time... Uh, I bitched about waiting at Starbucks someone DM'd and was like why don't you just order ahead I do you fucking son of a bitch (laughs) I do order ahead like 10 minutes ahead and I get there and I still have to wait and there were like 20 drinks all over the counter and I still had to wait and it's because now everybody has transitioned to hot drinks which Mm -hmm. take twice as long because we gotta wait for the fucking milk steamer to heat up I gotta wait for the fucking espresso shit to drip down As opposed to me, I just want the pitcher of iced coffee. Yeah, hey, I'm still going iced all the way through the fall. Yeah, absolutely. Um, What else? This is a sad one. No more thighs. I can't see hot guy thighs as much. Oh, now whenever I see them, I'm like, what a treasured, rare gem.
3: Yeah, we barely even see a calf.
2: Yeah, and it's, like, now the calves that you are seeing are, like, just below a cargo short right? because it's just straight men who refuse to wear pants. Right,
3: and that's the worst kind.
2: Yeah, it's usually, it's, like, too, like, like a stick, basically. There's no calf definition whatsoever.
3: Yeah, and also this is the season for, like, long, thin jackets, which is, like, great and, like, stylish and fun, but also covers the butt.
2: yeah. Oh, it is tragic, ultimately. Really? And I know some people were like, oh, but it's gray sweatpants season. True. But I mean, there are also gray sweat shorts. Yeah. Why limit ourselves? Right.
1: (sighs) (laughs) Anyway, moment of silence
2: (laughs) for the erection to go down. Um, Also, I'm supposed to start making
3: soup all of a sudden, which is not a meal. I refuse to make a meal out of soup. I feel like salads and soups, I will never be fully full. They are not a meal. They are a
2: course. Mm -hmm. They are a segment of a larger meal. Yeah,
3: they are a transition from being completely empty to getting more full.
2: And I don't... I resent every soup recipe that makes it feel like soup is so easy to make. You're just throwing stuff in a pot, and it's like, no, it takes me twice as long because yeah. I just have to like everything requires dicing and chopping. You still have to cook all the shit that's going into the soup, right? And then you have to like let it simmer for several hours.
3: And then I do it too long, and then everything becomes like mushy. Yeah. Fuck soup. However, I do love making broth, which I realize is essentially soup. But there's something specifically about just making the broth that I no, love. that's psychotic actually okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just like i immediately <laughs> down. It's okay.
2: Um, i also resent how um canned soup uh, every book is like oh my gosh never eat canned soup it has too much sodium why don't they put fucking less salt in it then
3: <laughs> you know why they put in so much sodium why so that people's rings don't fall off
2: Oh, okay. That's I thought you why. were gonna give me the actual reason. No. I was excited. No. Why is there so much sodium in canned soup?
3: I don't know. Preserves. It is. It is for preservative. I reasons, guess. Actually.
2: That's. I guess so. Right. Yeah, that's the like, real answer. In the old like Laura Ingalls Wilder days, they would like salt the meat. Yeah. And that's how they got. Oh, that's disgusting. Actually, they would just <laughs> cover meat in salt, and then it would sit outside for like months. I guess. Ugh! No wonder they all died at forty. <laughs> And they were like, oh, my sister's blind. That's so. Yeah, because your parents ate meat that was sitting outside all summer. (laughs) (laughs) I should reread those books. Um, Speaking of books, I have an unquenchable thirst to buy every book I see in the fall time. Oh, yeah. It's like, oh, the weather is getting cozy. I guess I'll buy an entire library, even though I've only read like four books this year. (laughs) And They were I, all Agatha Christie. <laughs> yeah, I actually have read a like more books than I usually have, and that is eleven. Even though I've bought like at least three books in the last week. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, it's not great. Now my problem is TikTok. TikTok will like talk about a book, and I'm like, oh, I should read that. That uh, that book has a lot of heat right now. I should know what they're talking about. Oh my god, about.
3: that book has a lot of heat right now. <laughs> Wow. There's a book called Verity. Have you heard or seen of that? No. My TikTok is exclusively deranged content yeah. that I, because of the way that we view it, I get nothing else, so. You really hit the pocket.
2: Yeah. Um, Anyway, so, yeah. What else about um, fall? I don't want to do a a corn maze or a haystack maze, (laughs) ever, okay? There is no part of me that wants to get lost for fun.
3: Yeah, no, I definitely, like, used to love the idea of that, and then I feel like Harry Potter just kind of ruined it for me. Yeah,
2: I, I just am, like, I think it's more just, like, horror movies that yeah. make me feel like there's a slasher waiting in the weeds somewhere. Oh, definitely. Um, never seen Signs, but I feel like they really fucked up corn mazes mm-hmm. for me. And I, yeah, I am just, like, don't find it fun to um, be lost.
3: Yeah, I don't like puzzles, like, for my brain, and I certainly then don't want puzzles for my physical body and brain together.
2: Yeah. You won't like my chaser then. Oh, um, no. Because it is puzzle related. I do also despise uh, hayrides because it's like, oh, let's just sit in a scratchy um, truck bed
3: <laughs> and <laughs> of a then random stranger, yeah, driving and driving like, us
2: around. Oh, oh, what fun! I get to check myself for ticks afterwards. <laughs> Because you're just sitting in a pile. That's the other thing about jumping in leaves. It's, it's like there's just bugs in that.
3: Oh, yeah. And also it's like immediately decomposing. Right. <laughs> you're, you're jumping into death. Which does bring me to my next point, which wow. is that
2: outside during fall smells horrible because everything is
3: dying (laughs) fall smells like a graveyard yeah we need to have pumpkin spice to distract us from the fact that death is all around us always (laughs) that's true fall
2: is the only season where we're like let's focus intensely on the like indoor smells and it's like yeah because everything is literally decaying (laughs) it smells moldy what is the difference between mold and mildew i don't know Mildew is just no one wet, really mold. knows.
3: They're like cousins to me.
2: That's what outside smells yeah. like. It smells like both of them, right? And that's why we need the little scrub and bubbles guy mm-hmm. for all of outside. I also think the Northeast gets far too much attention during the fall time. We should Boston should never get this much focus. Uh uh-uh. uh. That's scary.
3: Leaf peeping everywhere. They're yeah. Like oh, if you peep the leaves. Also, let's be real. It's really only for like three days. So let's calm down. Yeah. Before everything is terrible, and then you're just. In Boston. yeah, <laughs> get out. You're getting hate crime. <laughs> yeah. love you Boston. Do I'll, we? I do like the Wilbur theater and I, I do love my fiance who is from the Boston area.
2: Okay. Yep.
3: Um <laughs> I yep.
2: <laughs> what else about the fall? Uh I'm actually more sweaty during the fall than I am during the summer cuz now it's just the same amount of sweaty but layers and layers. And I'll sweat through all of them, bitch. Mm. Um, and you're you're like, "Man, why don't you just get breathable fabrics?" Fuck you. Cuz they're more expensive. <laughs> no, I'm getting fast fashion. I'm ordering the factory made. Oh, it hurts to hear. <laughs> I'm getting the boxes that have, like, help me letters written in them. Oh, God. Uh,
3: and, no, they don't breathe. Right. I will say um, I definitely don't sweat more, but it's just, like, the sweat is contained in a way yeah. that is upsetting. And also the constant, like you're you're wearing a lot of layers you start to sweat you have to take off one layer but then you're kind of cold but still sweaty and like that back and forth and back and forth you're like never fully comfortable right is unless you're under a blanket yeah and like that's tough
2: it is a, a push and pull and there's no winning. No. Uh yeah. You take off your coat at the end of the day and it's just like easy bake oven temperature yeah. that you're releasing. Ugh. You're it's it's like opening up an Instapot <laughs> and all of the pressure comes out. Which is terrifying by the way. I cannot believe people use Instapots. Yeah, no. You have a pressure cooker bomb in your kitchen truly just waiting to explode mm-hmm. that's why i really don't like aerosol cans because i'm afraid at any point that they will violently explode <laughs> and said this is true i have a phobia of aerosol cans. i didn't know that about i use you. them but i'm just like constantly afraid of mm-hmm. them i don't understand how they're like pressurized mm-hmm. and i'm convinced that they're going to explode and said shards of metal in my face
3: yeah well if the cinnamon doesn't kill you first It'll probably be an aerosol can.
2: Yeah. That'll be my mutant origin. It'll be like Wolverine, <laughs> but it was from like a can of hairspray. Wow. Um. What else? I have an incurable desire to bake pies, and oh, I wish I didn't. it
3: is pie baking season now. Yeah.
2: Guess what? It's pie baking season. Yay! It's October, and I... Yeah, it's like whatever you know primal urge awakens and like you know uh, oh you have your period for the first time and now you're like your body is like let's fuck oh my god right that's kind of (laughs) what it's like for me with pies sure
3: sure. beautiful beautiful analogy
2: yeah it's like the fall comes and it's like i wish i didn't have to yeah i wish i was still a young innocent babe Mm -hmm. but no it's pie baking season sure now i gotta Bend over for the pies. <laughs>
3: to put that pie in the oven.
2: Yeah. And guess what? I'm going to lean in. Maybe I'll get really into crisps, mm. which is just like a pie, but without the
3: effort. Right. But I love pie, so I would really like you to stay on the pie track. I mean, I do love, I like pie. I want to get into mini pies. I <laughs> want to get into small pies. That's the key. No. No. Okay. (laughs) Cool. Second shutdown. Um, Yeah. By the way, someone – and this comment has haunted me for weeks. Someone commented on the Unhappy Hour Instagram like literally months ago, I think, and was like, I really wish that Barry would push back more. (laughs) But like just listener, if you're listening now, just so you know, like that's what – this is why I don't. (laughs) That's what happens.
2: Oh, my God. (laughs) That makes me so sad. I don't (laughs) –
3: (laughs) <laughs> well, I don't mean it. No, no. Also, that's not why I don't push back. I just don't – I just agree with you on most things.
2: <laughs> I do like making small pies, okay? Okay. I have made small pies before, but okay. sometimes it's like – yeah, I just – I feel like I need to focus on one type of pie, but you can make small pies. Thank
3: you so much. <laughs>
2: um, I do like that you had to push back by – um Explaining why you're pushing back. <laughs> I that's mean... the only reason it worked. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what else? There are
3: too many fucking holidays happening back to back. There's no break. Not even. And that's like not even including the Jewish holidays. But then you throw the right. Jewish holidays in there and it's like, am I even. Do I have time to work? Do I have time to live? I was so glad. Did
2: you see that graphic that was going around Twitter and Instagram of like um, all of the Jewish holidays? And like no. it was like a color coded graphic. that was like, <laughs> do you fast? Like, do Are you happy or sad? <laughs> and it had it all lined up. And it was, yeah, very informative.
3: Oh, I'm glad. I'm glad. Yeah. i we'll have to find it. This, this episode episode is coming out the day before Yom Kippur. Mm-hmm. This is a, also a good opportunity to say there will not be an episode next week because we usually record on Wednesdays and that's Yom Kippur. Right. Um, so there's no episode. Sorry, guys. Yeah. Uh, girls gotta fast, except I'm actually only lightly fasting because it turns out it does not work well with my meds for me to fast. Yeah, no. Yeah. Learned that the hard way last year.
2: Yeah. Um, but it's true. There's just like... I love all of the fall holidays. They're yeah. just like there's no break. Like, why can't we spread it out? There's you get through Halloween and then you're getting immediately dick slapped by Thanksgiving.
3: And you haven't even included Indigenous Peoples Day or isn't Veterans Day also during this time? Of yeah, year? I love
2: celebrating Veterans Day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I just I feel like Thanksgiving is usually the one that gets a little bit more of of a short. Griff no that's not right a oh, little bit more of the short straw yeah Uh because it's like yeah it's really sandwiched between two big holidays right and then it's just like a big meal. And it's like, no, we, it deserves more. We should be eating Thanksgiving. There should be 12 days of Thanksgiving. Every day we eat a different side dish. Yeah. We should just start this. Yeah.
3: No, absolutely. Also, it reminds me of our wonderful, beautiful wino who called in last week and was making a Thanksgiving meal in August. Yeah. Like, she has the right idea. Exactly. What else? Oh, right. All of the bugs are coming inside now. I, don't get me started. This entire time, I've been scratching my fucking finger. I, Mosquitoes. They're just they're still around. I'm sorry. The day that summer ends, all mosquitoes should just drop dead. There is a mosquito buzzing around my apartment. I haven't been able to kill it. And it only bites the parts of me that aren't under the covers. And you know what parts aren't under the covers? My face and one of my hands and arms. Right. I have like 10 mosquito bites on my face alone right now. I don't see them. I'm glad they ha- I've been trying really hard not to itch them, but I do have two on my forehead, three on my cheek on my right side, and I think two on my cheek on my left side. Obviously that's not actually 10 and I was exaggerating, but I do also have two on one finger and two on my left arm. Um I do feel like I just reverted to childhood by just like counting all of my bug bites and then telling the world about them,
2: but I did I as you were saying that I was like in a memory yeah. of when <laughs> I was in our pool and I had an ear infection because I was the kid who always had an ear infection. Of course. I had swimmer's ear, mm. which I still don't entirely know what that is. I think it's just like you get fucking ear infections all the time. Yeah. And so I couldn't go underwater. Uh, and we were like nighttime swimming. And so my head was the only thing exposed to the entire night. <laughs> and I had like 40 mosquito bites yeah. on my face. <laughs> And my problem was like, I love scratching mosquitoes. Of course. Bites. It's so, it feels so good. It's
3: extremely satisfying. And like
2: scratching it, but the trick is you can't scratch too hard because then it, like, the skin rips. You have to scratch right. it softly enough so then it'll just grow and grow and grow. Mm-hmm. And then you keep scratching the edges and it gets bigger. Yeah. I like perfected. The art of scratching mosquito bites. It's beautiful. Um, it
3: is making me want to scratch everything that itches right now yeah. on my face. And it's it's pretty difficult for me right now in this position.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, that's the, the scary thing about fall is, like, all of the bugs are like, uh-oh, it's getting colder outside. Better head indoors. Yeah. And um, indoors is my house. Right. It's where we live. That's not for bugs. No, you stay out. And finally... The worst part about fall is that it only lasts, like, two fucking weeks. Yep. And then it's winter. Yep,
3: it just immediately
2: goes summer, teeny
3: tiny little bit of fall, right to winter.
2: Usually it's, like, summer, a week of fall, second summer, and then two weeks of fall. Right. And then winter. Yeah,
3: but, oh, climate change. Yeah,
2: yeah. We can't get a little bit of enjoyment. That's like, what is the point of me spending money on a fall wardrobe if I there's not even enough days for outfits that I have? No. How am I supposed to use that's why I wear an incredibly light jacket during the depths of winter? Cause it's like I need to extend the fall wardrobe even though I'm dying inside. Right. And my limbs are falling off from uh. overexposure. Yeah. Yeah. So listen up, mother nature. <laughs> Why don't you throw us a fucking bone and give us more days of fall so I can bust out my plaids again. I got jackets to use.
3: Yeah. I got sweaters. Also, I just bought a bunch of like cute little heels and stuff and it's like I need to wear them because once it starts getting icy, that's not gonna be good. Yeah, no. You gotta wear heavy duty boots. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: Anyway, so shout out to Fall, our favorite, least favorite season, and um, everybody have fun. All right, we're almost there. We're almost at the end of the show, but first, our chasers. Chasers are the good stuff that helps all the bat shit go down easier, starting with Do Better White People, where we highlight some anti-racism resources and other actions we can take to make our world a little bit better. So yeah, we decided um, that it might be more effective uh, during our Do Better White People segments to focus on one thing every month and really focus on it and highlight it every single week. Last month, we focused entirely on teacher wish lists, which inspired us to have another month-long
3: action to focus on. And since October is Mental Health Awareness Month, which is obviously near and dear to our depressed, anxious, OCD-ridden hearts, we thought that we'd pick a few of our favorite organizations to support. So we're going to share those organizations. We've got a whole list of them in our show notes and on our Instagram. And uh, we'll be highlighting them in those spots and later on on the pod too. So yeah, we hope that uh, you enjoy this new Iteration of Do Better White People. Right.
2: Um, Happy Mental Health Awareness Month to all who celebrate. I'm assuming everybody who listens to this podcast is mentally ill, (laughs) including (laughs)
1: us.
2: (laughs) Um, And obviously we joke about it, but... Yeah, I mean, there are a lot of resources for people who need them.
3: Some of them are going to be things like that you've heard of before, like Loveland Foundation. We'll throw in some new ones that haven't been on the pod before. You can find all that in our show notes and on Instagram.
2: And as always, you can find all of our Do Better White People shout outs in our Instagram bio if you want to go through uh, all this stuff we shouted out in the past. Now, let's get to the TV we've been watching this week. Barry, what you been watching?
3: Same old, same old of the things that are currently on. But I also wanted to give a huge shout out to Reservation Dogs. The season finale just aired. I watched it. I cried, <laughs> literally cried this morning watching it. It was so beautiful. And that season finale was written by previous guest complainer, Tommy Pico. Oh. Um, I just, I love that show so much. I just love the characters. And the season finale was really, really beautiful. So uh, that's one of the many things I'm watching right now. What about you?
2: Yeah, I haven't been watching anything particularly new. I'm still on Housewives. Honestly, I'll probably be done with New York by next week. Wow. Uh, it's uh, sad but true. Um and then yeah, someone messaged, I don't I forget where, but they were like, "Um why are you only watching the like white series <gasps> of housewives?" And it's like, "I've only I did Orange. First of all, it's the Housewives, okay, <laughs> a notoriously white show." Um, but yeah, I I think Atlanta or Potomac are going to be one of the next ones. Right, cuz you're going in order. Um, right? Yeah, I did Orange County, then New York, and I think Atlanta is the next one. Awesome. And then Potomac is one of the more recent ones, so there's less seasons to get through. So yeah. Housewives, Better Call Saul, Yay. Only Murders in the Building.
3: Oh, yeah. Have you been watching You're watching the new season, right?
2: I'm rewatching the first season okay. first, but it goes by quickly. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, all of it. What is your non-TV chaser?
3: Getting engaged, duh. Sure, sure. (laughs) No, it was, uh, I I don't need to get into the whole thing, but it was definitely the highlight of my week. and (laughs) One of the highlights of my life. Right. It was really beautiful. Alex and I were driving from Indianapolis to Bloomington where we met because we met on the doorsteps of our college radio station. Alex put together this 40-minute radio theme because we met in radio. Radio Radio-themed, essentially a podcast that was, like, going through the stations of our relationship. And so he would put, like, clips from videos of us and things like that, but then also, like, inside jokes and then, like, songs that mean a lot to us. But then also, like, if there was a restaurant that we really love, he would, like, find old radio spots for that restaurant or, like, interviews with the owners and, like, include that in it. And so it was all perfectly timed to get to – WIUX, which is the station that we met at, and that's where he got out and proposed to me. Um, And it was really beautiful. And I, like, throughout the whole 40-minute drive, I was, like, crying and laughing. And then when he proposed, I fully sobbed. (laughs) (laughs) And Buddy, like, jumped out of the car and was, like, just, like, walking around the neighborhood. And we're like, oh, my God, oh, my God, the dog. (laughs) But, uh, yeah. You didn't know or you, like, had an idea I, so Alex and I, we did like a joint proposal. We knew, listen, we've been together for eight years. We dated also when I was in college, which was 12 years ago. We had been talking about this for a long time. We're already domestic partners. Um, And we were like, well, we want to do a joint proposal, but we don't want to like just pick one day because then there's no surprise and it's not fun. So we were like, let's pick the month of September. And he was really going for the month of September And I knew that we had a friend's wedding in Bloomington in September. So I was like, I'm pretty sure he's going to do something around Bloomington. Right. So I had a feeling, but I didn't know it was that exact day. Right. And it was like when we were driving. Um. So yeah, and I I proposed to him this morning. So, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? so so yeah. So now we're fully officially engaged. I mean, yeah. I feel like I
2: knew you'd hinted enough that that was probably when it yeah. was going to happen. That I was like, okay, it's probably gonna, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, expecting this. Yeah. I was not like shocked no. when you texted. No, no.
3: No. 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 Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's been really fun. Um. And I love him, and I'm excited to get married <laughs> and also to like become everything i complain about right just kidding we're really not doing that kind of wedding um i mean we because are... i stand by my beef with weddings <laughs> sure
2: i do think um yeah the the overall arc of this podcast has been us becoming the things that we hate
0: wow i mean just
2: today we were like we love pumpkin spice like, <laughs> yeah
3: wow I was that's never beautiful. a dog
2: person now i have a dog
3: wow. and i'm like yeah that's amazing. So, yeah. What's your chaser?
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> now mine is like a pale in comparison.
2: Yours is like, oh, you found the love of your life and you're like celebrating that. And uh-huh. mine is just further proof oh. of why I'm single. <laughs> 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 Which is, I don't know if you're, no, you're not on like book TikTok.
3: No, I get some stuff, but really mostly my shit is weird. Yeah, and like I don't even I can't I can't categorize what kind of talk I'm on. Sure, well, yeah, me neither. I'm all over
2: the place, uh, but I do get a lot of book TikToks, mm-hmm. and one of them that I saw a while ago, and I decided to buy this book is called Kane's Jawbone. Have you heard of this? No. It is a puzzle. It's a literary puzzle. Oh no. <laughs>
3: <laughs> an escape room you can't escape from it is
2: essentially I mean the cover is like it's Agatha Christie meets like James Joyce it's the idea is it's a hundred pages every page is like a standalone it starts on a new sentence and ends on a period um all of the pages are printed out of order and you have to figure out what order they go in I
3: hate it yeah
2: yeah <laughs> I hate And that. that's not even it. It's also like the entire book is basically written in like crossword puzzle clues. It doesn't make any sense, but it is this puzzle. It's from 1934.
3: Oh, that's cooler. Okay. I thought it was newer.
2: No. Um, and only three or f- four people have ever solved it in Whoa. history. Uh, two people initially when they first like released it. One... British comedian during quarantine. Uh, And then another person who it was like the publisher who acquired the rights was like, before we put this out, I have to like figure it out. Yeah. And I am determined to be the fifth person. Here's the thing. I believe you could be. And I have been obsessed with it and going through it religiously. And I'm saying this so like theoretically anybody could go online, buy it and then beat me to it. But it is... Not, nearly impossible. Yeah, also. yeah. I'll show you the pages when we go to my apartment. It is like, it is almost illegible. You read it and it's like, none of it makes sense. I, uh, is, I don't like tricking people. I don't like tricks. It's baffling. Because the other part of it is like it was written by a British person in 1934. Right. It's already another language. So, yeah, it's like i you have no idea. Are these references like inside jokes that someone in the 1930s would immediately understand, <laughs> but that me as a uh, <laughs> an American in 2022 would have no idea? It's does not bode well that the only people who have solved it are British.
3: Yeah. But, like, you can do a British accent, so, like, you're probably fine. But there are also entire
2: Reddits that are dedicated to, like, unpacking this and solving it, and I just am determined to be the fifth person.
3: Oh, no thank you. Uh, (laughs) So anyway, that
2: is my chaser. And that's it for this week's episode. Great. for listening to Unhappy Hour. Guess what? You can buy merch at unhappyhourshop.com. As always, you can head to the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. Follow us, rate us, review us, but only if it's nice. I don't want to hear your shit. Unhappy Hour is a production of Pineapple Street Studios. It's produced by Barry Finkel, Melissa Slaughter, Marisa Orozco, and me, Matt Bellasai. Grace Chen, Liz O'Malley, Meredith Rice, and Kirk Courtney help out with our socials. Special thanks to Jenna Weiss-Berman and Max Linsky, our music is by Hunsdale Sue. You can bother Barry at Finkleberry Pie. You can worship me at Matt Bellisi. You can follow Unhappy Hour Pod on Twitter and Unhappy Hour on Instagram for all the latest podcast buzz. You can leave us a voicemail on our rant hotline at 601 600 Rant. That's 601 600 7268. And that's it. That's everything. Thank you for listening. See you in two weeks. Uh, bye bye. Where did you come from? Where did you go? Where did you come from? from? Cotton knives. <laughs> <laughs>